Hello and welcome to Welsh Music Prize Conversations, where each nominated band or artist from the 2021 shortlist will delve deep into a chat about their body of work. Croeso i bodlediad y wobr gerddoriaeth Gymreig, lle mae'r tystiad sydd yn web i eleni yn siarad am eu albums. Mae'r deuddeg sgwrs yw clywed trwy Am, Spotify neu Apple Podcasts. All 12 conversations are available through the Am app, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to let us know what you think about these discussions across our social media too. Fy sy'n i wrth i'n bodda ein clywed, beich chi'n meddwl am y sgwrsiau at Welsh Music Prize. So sit back and enjoy as DJ Dillis chats with Peace Melin about their nominated album. Dyma DJ Dillis yn sgwrsio popeth gyda Peace Melin am Bywyd Llonydd. Oh gosh, what a really weird day in Sysnag, no? Aye. <laughs> Do you, do you literally meant for accent, so... <laughs> oh. uh, congratulations on your Enwebiad. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, nice accent there already. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, me and Katie were just talking about doing this in English, which is quite strange, but... Um... Not the most natural thing in the world. No, I, I'm quite excited. Yeah, it's interesting to hear hear like Welsh people's English accents because I just never hear them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? True. Um, so yeah, thank you for your day. How does it thank feel you. to be uh, nominated, Chuffed? Yeah, it's a bit strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's obviously like on the list as well. I'm sure. Well, there's people like. Griff Rees, that bluggy. Is it quite cool to see you on the same list as them? Yeah, it's quite... Quite cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. A lot of um, cool names. Yeah. Have you listened to all the other albums to check out the competition? Uh, not all of them. No. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't find enough time to clean my dishes so <laughs> yeah what well, how how do you spend most of your time then what do you do in agony <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um wait so yeah uh, tell us now so you're at home now where is home home is panterhoch in pentrychav <laughs> what's panterhoch in english panterhoch the valley of the sow <laughs> nice. Which is female pig. Nice. I didn't yeah. know that. Sow. Hoch. Hoch, yeah. Nice. Sounds better, doesn't it? <laughs> um, right. Peace Melon. So, obviously, if people have seen you live, um, you're obviously playing with other people in the bands then, but it is your project, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it started out as... Yeah, my solo, yeah, <laughs> project. <laughs> um, how long have you been in existence now, as in the band, not yourself? Um, almost ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Oh, man. almost. Whoa. What was it on? Was everything on SoundCloud back in the day as well then? Yeah, we started out as fracas. Oh, of course, yeah. 
but that was oh yeah 2016 the last thing we did as under that name when did the peace metal and stuff start because that, that was on soundcloud uh, to begin 2018 so yeah how long was that four years fair play i remember the start because um nobody knew who you were and it was very exciting um i think it was like it it was like a similar time to um bisingalo um far out sort of as well yeah i think some people thought you were the same person Mm. (laughs) um yeah so at the start i think i've seen lots of people sort of describe you over the years as like bedroom pop um or bedroom producer which at the start maybe made sense but i think this album kind of proves that well you're you're a bit more than that now really aren't you i guess so yeah it's just um my obsessive nature move around from different uh, influences so it's all like a soup of the last three four years yeah I think yeah. you can you can see that in the album isn't it because there's like you said there's loads of influ- loads of influences yeah. like um, I guess it's got that like lo-fi sort of solely jazzy sound that ties it all together but there's like mm. Loads of world music, I guess you could call it, influence. Um, I know we've spoken about this a bit on the podcast, Hoveris Yawn, but um, but you can see that there's lots of, like, influence from, um, like, Afrobeat influences and tracks like Dim Sundod, Londis Four, maybe, like, Middle Eastern influences as well. Yeah. Um, Did you sort of set out to write an album, like that explored a lot of different genres or is it more that it no. reflects what you're listening to at the time sort of thing? Yeah. I, I wanted it to be more, uh, what's the word, you know, like one theme. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. But it didn't really pan out like that. <laughs> Fair. So it's kind of shocking to hear people saying that it does have like a an overarching vibe or whatever yeah because i didn't see it that way no i guess it's just the sound it is like your yeah. sound isn't it that ties it all together hmm. um i'm gonna ask you more about that later actually um uh bernie money wade yeah so Tell me, tell me something. Tell me, so, <laughs> um say something about the influences. Who, who are your sort of main influences for the album? Mm. You would say. I don't know. It's a hard one because I'll have to. I'd have to look at the the oh, track yeah. listing. Yeah, yeah, classic. I yeah. don't really remember what I ended up picking to put on the album. <laughs> no. Yeah. I have to remind myself. Oh, so is there like a, a folder full of other tracks that could have been on There's the album? There's so much. Yeah. So much stuff, yeah. <laughs> Class. And a lot of it is probably just like four bars <laughs> of something that I didn't yeah. develop. Yeah. Yeah, I went for the 
the more developed ones. <laughs> there was okay. also like a lot of uh, electronic stuff that I didn't think fitted the the vibe. Fair. I hate the word vibe to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, because since the start, really, you you have just like churned out songs of a new like your SoundCloud is full of like EPs at one point. Yeah. Um I wish I stayed like that to be honest. But then <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, this is the debut. So I'm gonna stress out about it for years. <laughs> what, did it stress you out? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I just didn't know what to put on it until yeah this year. Just nuts to me. Yeah. It took some time. <laughs> but I've already finished the next one. Fair. So that's, yeah. that's a good pace. Wow, that's cool. When mm. are you going to release that then? I'm not sure. I want to get a cool cover for it first. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you designed the cover for this, did you? Yeah, but it's based on a painting that my sister made when she was a child. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> How do you do the pictures? Is it on... It looks like clip art. Not clip art, paint. Um, It's on... I made that on Adobe Illustrator. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, you share loads of those pictures as well on your Instagram, don't you? Yeah. That was, I made a load of covers for this yeah. album that I didn't use. I, were you not tempted to release like a, um, like rather than another album, like an extended version of this album with extra tracks and like? Yeah, I've got a lot of demos for most of the songs on it. Cool. Like the first versions. Yeah. How different know. do they sound? Because it sounds like... Um, it's more raw, which is weird because it's quite raw anyway. Um, I preferred some of those to the ones that we used. Yeah. But it was just... Like the the first version of Bowie Tjonid, which was ages ago now. Mad. Mm. It does sound like um like a lot of them. There's like really nice textures and lots of different kinds of percussion. Mm. It, yeah. yeah. Um and lots of instruments as well. Do you do you play all those instruments then? Like what instruments are, fe- are featured on the album? Um there's um there's there's like trumpet and bits yeah. on the first one. Um, which I have no chops, which is the term for skill or experience with a trumpet at all. Isn't it? I've never yeah, heard that. it really hurts my teeth <laughs> and my lips. Fair. Yeah. So it it does take like eight goes to do it right, or you know, almost right. <laughs> so you're just putting yourself through pain just to get that yeah. bit. Fair play. <laughs> I, I remember I used to be in wind band back in the day and like 
um, we used to do go to like I don't know like Clangranog for weekends to, for like a wind band thing, and you'd always see all the trumpet players and well brass players like their lips would just be like <laughs> chapped, <laughs> chapped yeah. and like just like pressed looking yeah. in. I used to get it as well with the saxophone, like um, when I put the mouthpiece in, like on, on the bottom lip. Yeah. And then um, my saxophone teacher used to give me Rizzlers to like fold up and put underneath my lip. So like, I, I didn't smoke at the time, but I was like, yeah, just got some Rizzlers in my, in my saxophone box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. I might use that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Is there a saxophone on it? No, there's no saxophone mm-hmm. on it, was there? Yeah, there is, yeah. On Theme Synthod, there's a couple of... There's a clarinet and a sax on it. Uh, there's one I played violin on. Glossion. But it's just, like, duplicated and pitched down and things. Cool. To fill it up. Is your house just full of instruments, then? Basically, like you yeah. said already, your dad's doing piano lessons and he plays in a band. So I'm guessing he's yeah. got a bunch of things. Yeah, because he plays sax, tuba, um, trumpet, but it's, he's not like known for playing trumpet. He's, he's a sax player mm. mostly. But yeah, he just he, he's he's got a lot of people that just give him instruments. Like Whoa. the the bass I used on most of the early stuff on SoundCloud was given to us for free. Oh yeah, from this guy. Yeah, it was like it didn't have a name on the on the neck. It was mm. just like a yeah, an unbranded bass. Wow, it served me well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's handy. Um, we just got a baritone sax. So that's quite cool. Nice. Yeah, got yeah, to use I love that on sax. Mm. I think I think that's what Lisa Simpson plays. Is it? Yeah, because it's got like oh, that, yeah. like um, like this the neck mm. sort of thing. The goosey then, kind yeah, of. Yeah, the goosey yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've um, I remember back in the day I used to go to um, world, well, or I went to World Saxophone Day in Manchester, and um, you got to like try out a loads of different saxophones and stuff. And I got to play like a, um, what's it called? Like a contrabass saxophone, uh, yeah. which is like gigantic. The sound of those is like, it's almost like a synth. Yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. Weird distorted sound. I, uh, I've always wanted to play a bass clarinet as well. I, th- I love that instrument. Uh, I, Dad's got a broken one of those, I think. Has he? Yeah. Sat on a shelf. All Whoa. dusty. Oh. Um, so then you record... Did you record everything at home as well then? Yeah. Um, except for the title track, which oh, I recorded yeah. the drums at Bangor in... Like in the school, the... What the? Aye. How come? How come? Uh, when I was a, a student in the music technology class. Ah. Yeah. Andy. Aye. So did you produce? Yeah, you produced everything as well, then, did you? Yeah. And just like, did you do everything? 
Basically. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. I wish I could do that. I don't really know much about, like, mastering. So it's just like, I'll get it to sound as best as I can and then... Yeah. How, yeah. One thing I've always wanted to ask, like, how, like, you've got a nice, like, relaxing voice anyway, but how do you, like, how do you get your voice to sound so, like... ASMR. That's what I want to. That's what I want to call it. I don't it. know. It's probably just because I'm I'm a pretty quiet singer. Yeah, but it's nice. it, it does cause problems. Um, when I, you know, try to do it live or something because or record it live because the bleed of the instruments just like you can't oh, hear yeah. me at all without oh. hearing other things. Yeah. I I just pan I just record it twice and then pan them hard left and half uh, hard right. Ah, oh, I think yeah. I could hear that. And did you do that yeah. with um, George Omoloma's voice in print? Yeah, yeah. I could hear that because I thought there was two of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Because they're they're not like they're slightly slightly out of time with each other, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah. Can, yeah. It's really nice. Um. Um, oh yeah so you were saying um, yeah we talked about how you've sort of got loads of excess extra songs as well um, do, do you ever get like creative blocks or you're just always writing songs I do this- sometimes like but it never lasts very long, probably. Yeah. Fair. I could go like two weeks without doing anything and then make one song and not record it and then have a recording frenzy of different things. I don't know. What's it like then when you get the idea then? Is it is it like a frantic like scramble to get it all sort of done? Because... Yeah, most most of the songs, this sort of, I might have the chords, but then once it's down, I just keep adding things until I think it's done, and that's probably in one day, so I don't eat very much. <laughs> yeah, during that time. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know. But other things, I go back and try to change them. But usually, that's just I feel like I've ruined it a little bit <laughs> when I go back, play with it well, too you much, go like and a then... one step too far or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fair. Um. You... Right, Cuddy. Yeah, usually get pretty comfortable with the first version of something that you do so it's hard to like I tried to redo Larry oh yeah like five different times but the first one was just the like I couldn't get it better than oh, yeah. what it was yeah is that the one that's on the album then yeah oh I love that track it's lush what's your favourite track I don't know I kind of like the the last one. Yeah. But that's probably because that's the 
That was probably the last one I made as well. Like the Yeah. I like at the end of that you get that nice um um like you hear I don't know, like you moving off a chair or something. Uh, yeah, there's I, a lot of that. I like when artists do that. Have you have you listened to um Strawberry Guy Strawberry Guy? No. He used to play with the Orioles and oh, um, yeah. he's from Wales actually. Um anyway, he just wrote, wrote an album. The last track's like a nice piano track. And then like at the end you hear him move off his seat. It's nice. Yeah. We just had a pretty squeaky chair, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's more of that style coming up in the next album. There's like <laughs> nice. a door opening and closing. Really <laughs> yeah. squeaky door. But I think it goes with the track. Yeah, nice. it in. yeah, cool. Yeah. I was staying in a yurt um on Sunday and Monday and um I, there was like a fireplace in the yurt <laughs> and the door was really squeaky on that. And I, at one point, I just was like <laughs> trying to make like nice sounds with it, but it obviously sounded terrible. And then I just filled the yurt with smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Um, and it was a classic question, but like, um, do you write the lyrics after you've written the songs? Um, it depends. Um, usually, I get like a rhythm first or a melody before I can write anything because yeah. it's kind of daunting without that. Like sometimes I'll hear that like a song which the lyrics have like a a very strict sort of pattern and then that that's much easier to write when you have rules or mm. like a idea of a melody that usually helps. Yeah. Mm. Um the lyrics as well. They they're often like the whole album is um like the lyrics are often quite like sort of playful, aren't they? And I guess um I don't know what what's the line um epithai epithai hebinodi epithai hebinodi uh pith sati gall wedi gallu neid a sachti fancy yeah that's, oh yeah that's one of one of my favorite lyrics of recent years in welsh i think but it is just kind of like it's a bit like playful somehow i guess um you know i always found that that's a very existential song of me <laughs> Yeah, but I even guess. so, it's still like, like, oh, do you fancy, if you fancy, it's kind of just like a, yeah. I don't know what to, how to describe it. But um, it does sound like in a lot of the songs that you are like having fun, especially like something like, um, um, Dim Sundod. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't get in that state of mind very often. <laughs> no. That was a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, are you a serious person then, Katie? Oh, I don't... I'm trying no. not to be. <laughs> I don't know. 
I definitely don't feel not like... to be serious sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious about not yeah, being serious. Gosh. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's kind of awful. <laughs> oh. Well, it comes across as, I don't know, sometimes when they come across as playful or like tongue-in-cheek sometimes, I think. Um, but anyway, what like, what would you say? The, so- the other songs, they're just about like everyday life, really, are they? Most of them. Mostly. Um, yeah. Like you got a song about going to the shop. Aye. Um, I think I, think I uh, pushed near the end of the whole ordeal to like put a bit of happier stuff in there and like <laughs> yeah. I don't know like I didn't write it specifically for that reason but it's you know I could have not put it in because that was the start of last year or something maybe oh yeah I don't know my memories awful <laughs> yeah same what what is Londis for by your house then yeah yeah it's the nearest shop is it a good Londis um not particularly oh because North Wales I swear does have a um like a quite good convenience stores in my experience you've got Maybe. a lot of um euro spas or there's a couple of euro spas no yeah um. But they've they've changed the spa in Abadaron. They've made it so much more like luxurious looking. Are they? And I really hate it. It's oh. like you, there's barely any space to walk in that shop anymore. Oh. And it used to be like like an eighties looking family run kind of spa. Oh yeah. You know, it would just look like like school tables. Yeah. Or something with all the stuff on it. Whoa, class, like a tuck shop. Yeah, almost. It did have that feeling to it, and then they took it away, man. Oh, there's no need, is there? I, lo- oh, I love convenience stores. I'd say I'm quite passionate about them and supermarkets. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could write a song about that um, shop in your next album. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe not as well. Jonathan Richmond has a great song called Corner Store about like his favourite store being turned into a like a mall. Oh. Something. I just want my corner store. Oh. Who's that? Jonathan Richmond? Yeah. Oh, listen to that. <laughs> um bum 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 bum. Uh, also, I just love that it's a Londis as well. Do you know what I mean? You don't have that many Londises anymore. No. And you, you'll get places in rural Wales which still have like a Londis. I swear, um, what's it called? Um, um, oh, the place outside Carmarthen. Um, anyway, they had a happy shopper until like five years ago. Oh, yeah. Happy shopper is old, like. But, yeah. yeah. There what's we it? go. All the cost cutters closing down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so on the album Prin with Omaloma, that's the only one that sort of has a feature. Um yeah. and also it's quite I think it's quite a perfect pairing in a way, in terms in the Welsh musical landscape. Yeah. Um did you enjoy working with George? Yeah, I did. It was kind of easy. Um, you know, I just sent him some stuff and he'd written something and then he came over and we had a chat about synesthesia. Oh, we were talking about this the other day as well, me and George. Because he has some sort of synesthesia with sounds, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you have some? Do you have the similar? So, yeah, I do. But it's like, I remember when I was a child like I had my first drum kit yeah and it came with a piece of paper that had like patterns on it mm. and like stickers so the bass drum was a red circle so and uh, the snare was a square a blue square and then yeah. the hi-hat was like a yellow triangle and I've always connected those shapes to those sounds cool it like makes sense yeah i know what you mean when you said yellow triangle yeah is the simple, it's kind of like it makes the, sense the kiki booba thing but yeah we were we've been playing music so george is in music league with me which is a really good like app game thing um and we did uh kiki and booba round so for the people listening, if you don't know what it is, um, it's kind of like onomatopoeia, sort of. Yeah. But um, there's a, so there's a kiki shape and a booba shape. A kiki shape is kind of pointy, yeah. and jagged, whilst booba is more rounded. Um, and I guess the words themselves are examples, like booba is a yeah. booba word, kiki is a kiki word. And yeah, I think it's much more common than people think, probably. Like, because everyone can agree with that, more yeah. or less. Yeah. And uh, I had it with, like, um, numbers. I gave them all personalities. <laughs> yeah. There's like, that's, a, that's a certain type of thing. And it's weird that, like, that would be a thing. Yeah. That certain people do at a certain age. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I like, I think I yeah. I tend to trust eight more than I trust like seven, just because it I think is it just yeah. seems more friendly. Like I've I've got the grapheme color ones. So it's like um, A is blue, B is blue, C is red. <laughs> like why, you know? And that's for all letters and all numbers, and then it could extend to like words, like brown words. Yeah. Purple words. Yeah. It's like, so that is, it probably affects the way I title songs and things. Yeah. Like to suit the, the kind of, I don't know, but it's like a, a mixture of meaning and feeling. Yeah. Aye. Mad. Very interesting. Hmm. And it is weird how it is kind of, yeah, like you said, it's almost like universally, like a lot of the time it's universally shared that, like, 
Yeah. Pers- yeah. But yeah. some people have like the opposite of each other. Whoa. But yeah. Maybe you could write a Booba album and a Kiki album. <laughs> you could write the same songs, one in Booba, one like in Kiki. I feel like this is a Booba album. <laughs> yeah, this is a Booba album, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'd try to keep it a balance, you know, between the Kikis and the Boobas. <laughs> There's got to be... Yeah, I don't know. I'm very obsessive about sound, probably. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, what are you listening to, like what are you listening to now that you're oh. trying to experiment with, um, I'm listening with, to an Italian composer like that did a bunch of like a load of films Italian films well like spaghetti westerns or no, just like, general oh, okay like yeah um, Lilio Lutazzi. Wow. And it's really nice music. Cool. Yeah, that's. Is um, it orchestral? Yeah, sort of. But it's like. I don't know, it's kind of jazzy as well. Oh, yeah. What era yeah. is that? Is that like. Um, I think it's from like the 50s to the 70s probably but there was a time in the 70s where they all like put fat beats on everything (laughs) and I I did have I don't know yeah I listened to the lemon twigs oh yeah nice yeah they sort of made me appreciate Welsh music like old Welsh music more for some reason like it just well, but the more rock, like rock opera stuff, so because they have a they have a rock opera, don't they? Yeah, I think it's a rock opera. Yeah, that's good. Musical of some sort. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Do you reckon? Um, like we'll see things like the Italian composer or or Lemon Twigs in your music then. Do you reckon? Probably. In the next one. Yeah. Like, I already know what's influenced that directly. Oh, yeah. Down. Yeah. It's a bit of Make Stevens, bit of Hergest vibes. Nice. <laughs> Some Turkish influence. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be more like classic. Cool. Yeah. I like the story you said before about um, when... Uh, you're in a taxi with a Turkish man. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, his radio um, didn't work. Yeah. And we just kept typing in, like, into our notes, the songs that were coming up and then listening to them later <laughs> on. Nice. There were some good ones. Yeah. That's uh, cool. What was his name? Um, Can't remember. But it's like some, uh, like, wedding, Turkish wedding music. Is it? Whoa. I guess it was called Become a Bride. Getting <laughs> older. Wow, cool. Oldun. Yeah. Whoa, I'd love to go to a Turkish wedding. I'd <laughs> probably have a great time. Yeah, nice food as well. Mad. I need to get some Turkish friends. 
Um, so as well as Peace Mellon, you're also, um, well, I guess one of the founders of the label that it's on, Ski Whiff, yeah. your label. Um, Barely a label. <laughs> well, yeah. that's what I was going to ask. Are you going to check and you'll... doesn't take that much these days, probably. I, I'm still very confused, you know. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just a name, if anything. <laughs> Fair. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Um, after working with George and doing a song with him, would you... Would you um, would you like to collaborate with more artists? And if so, who maybe can you think of any Welsh maybe artists you'd especially like to collaborate yeah, with? Or? Like to collaborate with um Carwin Ellis, maybe. Yeah. I mean he he kind of jacked my my style. No, <laughs> he did it. You know the he's he's got a he's a song called A Bow with Yonid. Oh, is it? And it, it's I I think it's better than mine. It's a <laughs> banger. I love it. Oh, so yeah, he owes me. <laughs> <laughs> is that on his uh, album now? That's nominated. Um, it might be newer than think. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love the Brazilian. Um, yeah. I've got like sort of Brazilian influenced compositions, you know, that I get just can't use anywhere because I don't know they're like pieces, they don't have lyrics, so I don't really want to oh, yeah. stick them on albums. I don't know what to do with them. Maybe he'd figure something out. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Or maybe maybe he could use it for like a, a film or something. Yeah. Any um, film directors out there want some <laughs> music? I got you, mate. I saw um, Johnny Greenwood this year in End of the Road, which was super cool because I've never seen sort of someone who composes for films live, I guess. And that was super nice to hear. I love the th um, soundtrack to Phantom Thread. It's really nice. Um... I'd like to see you collaborate with someone like Kara Savannah, personally. And I know she's doing more electronic things, apparently, or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, right. So, Nani Gorfanofnar. Beman Medal. What does it mean to you to be nominated? Yeah. Happy about that? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a hard question to answer. Because mm. I, I can, I overthink everything. What does it mean? <laughs> it's it's a wonderful <laughs> thing. I'm glad they do it. I don't necessarily feel like I deserve it. But maybe oh. I do. <laughs> yeah, you do, I think. I think um like it's an unique album compared to the rest. I don't think many anyone else in Wales is doing what you're doing. Um or sounds like you. So I think you should definitely 
Be proud of yourself. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I just thought, you know, maybe I ha- haven't heard it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of... I don't know. I don't keep up with the, what's going on. Fair. Really. Do you ever listen to your own music then? Or do you just write it and then it's done? Oh. Could you repeat that? Oh, sorry. Uh, do, do you ever <laughs> listen to your own music? Oh, too many times. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure that it's not shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like to, yeah, just make... Because, you know, when you're mixing, it's it takes ages to be happy. Yeah. But I'm not afraid of perfection. I will never attain it. Wow. Yeah. You know, I wish someone had told me that three years ago, because I probably would have released it much quicker. <laughs> Fair. But maybe just don't uh, don't take so long uh, next time. Well, you've said you've already got an album, so all is good. Um, cool. Well, lovely to chat. Katie, Katie Humphreys, or band Peacemelon. Llong uh, over Thank you, Dillis. Cresa. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welsh Music Prize Conversations with the 2021 shortlisted bands and artists. Diochan Vaudiaun, Am Rando, at Welsh Music Prize. That's the handle. We'd love to know what you think about the conversations. <laughs>